Well, hello, John Black. It's so nice that you've joined me today and everybody listening because you are, it's not an enigma that you are. You're pretty awesome. It's the, what you're doing, you're working with health issues and working with uh, electromagnetic radiation and how it's affecting our health. And this is something we can't see. It's not visible to us. And I, do you find that a challenge for people to yes. understand what you're doing? <laughs> yes, and thank you, Caroline, for having me on. Yes, it is a challenge, but um, it's kind of like um, being a non-smoking advocate in the 70s or in the 80s. This problem with these, the electromagnetic fields or electromagnetic radiation is it's invisible. So it's worse than cigarettes because it can come through the walls, et cetera, and people not even know it. You know, it can come in from the outside. But a lot of times we find people are creating quite a bit of it inside their own living environment. So um, we bring our meter in, meters. I bring my meters with me. And we have four different types of EMFs that we find that we can um, help remediate and that are our health concerns surrounded. And uh, EMF stands for electromagnetic fields or EMRs, mm -hmm. electromagnetic radiation. And you can go online and search that and see us, you know, the whole spectrum. And all, not all EMFs are bad. Light is in, in the EMF spectrum. But it's some of the man-made frequencies, the ones that have been developed in the last few decades here that we find that are concerns. So radio frequency, radiation, RF, R for short, or um, it's in the microwave range there. Mm -hmm. uh, so some people call it microwave radiation. That's from all, uh, you'll get that from all types of wireless communications devices, cell phone antennas, cell phone towers, cell phones, cordless phones, wireless baby monitors, uh, computers that are using wireless, you know, Wi-Fi connection, um, so on and so forth. And that's some of the sources of that. And then we have magnetic fields that we um, measure for. You can have magnetic fields. A lot of people are aware of that from high-tension power lines, and that's an outside source. And they can be, you can get that also from wiring when you're in a newer neighborhood if they're in the ground. But they usually have the wires close to each other, which is the what causes the magnetic fields when they're up on the poles or the big the big metal frames that hold them up and separate the wires quite a bit so they don't touch. But when they're so in the ground, they have them close to each other. Yeah. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So you have electromagnetic sure. fields that are uh -huh. um, interfering with our health. And oh, yes. the fields differ for each item. And for, so you know the specifics of what the fields are and how far they may travel. Um, when you're in the midst of it in a home, does it matter how small your home is or how large your home is? Well, distance is always your friend. Uh, so distance from all four of the EMFs. The other two are electric fields, and the uh, and then the other, the last one would be dirty electricity. So you have electromagnetic. So you have the electro component, you have the magnetic component, and um, then you have electricity pushed through transmitters into the air. That's radio frequency. And then there's interference caused by the way some light bulbs, et cetera, uh, process electricity, and that causes dirty electricity. So 
that's the four type that we measure for. We have four different types of meters, and we can show people how what our professional guidelines are for exposure levels, and, and you know compared to what the you know on the meter says what their exposure is in the like a sleeping area is very very right. very important. Yeah. So it depends on the signal strength. You can have a cell phone tower. Uh, not that I'm in favor of them in any way, shape, or form, but you can have one that's in an urban area that might not be uh, anywhere need to be as strong as one out in the middle of the country that might need to cover an area, you know, with 20 miles, you know, a circle around it, all, you know, all the way around oh, it, all directions. Okay. Uh, whereas in an urban area, because of buildings, it's not going to go through buildings real easy, so they might have to place them closer, but so the signal strength may may be lower. Um, you know, every every situation is different, and so that's why it's you know we measure and see what people have, and then go from there. And um, but the problem is they are invisible, and you can't hear them, you can't smell them. <laughs> but it is a health problem, and there's a lot of good information on on my website emfsafetysolutions.com underneath the research page uh, in regards to different problems with mostly RF radiation because that's so prevalent. We have a lot of control on how we use it and such so where we can minimize a lot of our exposure to that. Okay. So if I were to hire you to come in, check my uh -huh. home, um, uh -huh. you'd bring in four meters and you'd be searching for, you know, what's, what's too much and too little by your education, um, but uh -huh. you also have some remedies for the the problem. What kind of remedies would you offer someone if they're under too much exposure? Okay, so if it's RF radiation, we can, uh, if you had like a router in a bedroom, we would go hardwired. We recommend always go hardwired so you'd have an Ethernet cable coming from the router to a computer. There's even a way if, for people that have iPhones. Some of the most of the iPhones, most of the Apple products that, that we can even hardwire to where you can surf the net on many of the iPhones, for example, and turn the wireless signal off. So a lot of people like their iPhones, and they can hardwire to uh, an Ethernet cable and uh, surf that way and not be creating any RF. It's good to have distance away from that. So to be able to shut that off on the phone. Uh, the Wi-Fi and the, the cell signal and, and uh, go on the Internet. is Oh, uh, basically, okay. So you don't need to have the frequencies into your phone. You can actually... Right. You don't have to be talking to the tower, right? Like, yeah, talking yeah, to wire. And wire. Yeah, and wired is also good because it's not hackable anywhere wireless is, and it saves energy because you have a router on all the time. It's pushing energy. It's pushing that the signal into the air 24-7 unless you turn it off. So we can show people how to turn off their routers, the wi the Wi-Fi part of it, the, the 2.8, I mean 2.4 gigahertz and 5.8 signals. It's pretty easy to do on most routers. There's even a, route, a few routers, there's a button you can just turn off the wireless mm -hmm. coming from it, and then you hardwire. And then you all, one important thing is just because you put the hardwire in doesn't shut off the signal at either end. So we go in and, like I was saying, turn it off in the router, and then you want to go to your computer and go in and turn off the transmitter and it so it's not searching, always putting out a signal still 
So looking for the we're looking for the router. So you you want to make wow, sure. you almost leave a, a to do list and explain it a little bit because I don't know yeah. of anyone saying they've done any of these things. Um, yeah, you know, it, for me, an deep. Ethernet cable is still a, a mystery. So, uh-huh. but you've helped me with a little bit of just, I just turned off my router at night. I just turned Good. off the electricity to it. And the difference in my uh-huh. sleep is amazing. And it's not in my room. You know, it's it's, it's mm. a couple bedrooms down. And I, I'm uh-huh. amazed, John, at how much better I sleep with it off. And it's really quite easy. You turn it back on. I mean, it's not much to bring up your computer. The cell phone, of course, doesn't relate to that. What do you suggest with a cell phone to keep the, the minimize our health risks? Don't have it in the bedroom at night. Charge it somewhere else and put it in sleep mode. Airplane, airplane mode technically is what's usually called. And you can see the buttons will slide over where the Wi-Fi is turned off and, and the cell uh, connections turned off. For at night, out of the bedroom, we're not promoting any type of uh, little stick-on decals and things like that that are supposed to help. There, if you go to my website under the research page, there's a position paper by the organization that I studied with and did my professional training with, the IBE, International Institute for Biology and Ecology, IBE for short. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a position paper there that's where we suggest that uh, people not take that as a first line of defense, that they may help a person to somehow be protected. But if you still can make calls with a phone with something like that on, the RF signal is still going out. So we advise caution, and uh, there are air tube headsets that one can get I have just a few of the best ones I've ever had. Uh, there were just a few left. Um, they're not making that particular model anymore. But you can get distance with the headset, and the people at the other end can have a, a quiet conversation with you, not hear background noise in your area, where the wire comes up and stops about six inches away from the head. Because the wire, just like us, we're good antennas. We have metal mm. and uh, mineral, you know, minerals and water in us. And we can be antennas too, but the metal in a normal headset wire goes right up to the head and usually has a little speaker at the end of it that's right there at the ear. So you have metal in the speaker also, brings it right next to the side of the head. These, the wire stops about six inches away, has a little wood speaker, and then on the other end, opposite of the wire end of this little speaker, makes really good sound quality too, the wood does, Uh, it has a flexible plastic tube that comes out, it's about five inches long, so you get that distance with the phone. You can put the phone about three or four feet away, and you're getting some distance there. Uh, Otherwise, uh, you know, use use it in uh, speaker phone mode, or what we recommend is uh, to forward the cell phone to a landline uh, corded phone at home or at the office, and and have calls come in that way or just take the call real quick on the phone and uh, say, hey, let me call you back, set the phone away from you so you're getting that distance because mm-hmm. those transmitters are still on unless you put it in uh, airplane mode and call them back on a quartered line. And I can tell people how they can get, a, after they buy the box for about $80, they can get a, a, a new uh, phone number if they want service uh, throughout the country for $5 a month. So that's oh, a good way to protect a- yourself. Your, your wealth of information. If someone were to call you, um, 
what kind uh-huh. of requirement, say they just wanted to converse with you over the phone uh-huh. and ask for your help as were the best way of m- making their home less radiation, more radiation protected. What would you, uh-huh. what would you say? Do you talk with them for an hour? Do you have fees that you can set up and they could converse with you and get a um, yes. recommendation? Yes. Yes, I do, I do, uh, phone consultation. It's really good if someone can have uh, have me come into their home because, you know, we want to see what the exposure levels are. I can direct people on what they can do inside to, you know, just totally get rid of things like we were just talking about if they want, you know, their exposure level for the RF. Sometimes the magnetic fields, they can be from wiring errors in the wall and you can't really see it, and the lights will be working fine. So it's really good to have measuring done all the types because you can have RF coming from neighbors, Wi-Fi next door. You're talking about your router is two door, you know, two rooms down, so they mm-hmm. can go a long distance. There's mm-hmm. even one you can get where you can dial in the strength of the signal, and you can you can program it to where it shuts off automatically at whatever time you want, and have it come on whatever time you want. We don't recommend it. Again, we like to have it hardwired all the time and no RF signal, but some people. Uh, you know, they want that. But people do need to know that there's ways that we also have devices available. Like, say somebody was renting on a two-story condo and the wireless or the, the Internet's coming in downstairs and they can't really do any more wiring. There's there's wired ways to get the signal up there, up to, upstairs, like to a work office or a bedroom or something, without having to uh, pull any new wires. So there's a lots of little things you pick up and details that you learn along the way. I've been doing this for over five years professionally. Before that, I even had a sharper image magnetic field meter I bought in the late 80s when I first heard about this. Wow. I didn't know about the professional training until about seven years ago or so. So It's relatively um, new anyway, isn't it? The training itself. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's, I was so, impressed. Um, I've known you for a long time and I was impressed when you you said you were going back for your education in the field because I hadn't heard of anybody going anyplace to get the education. You have a wealth of information. We're not going to be able to cover it all in this uh, conversation, but I want people to know that, first of all, you are an awesome person to work with. You will be very honest and concise and help people. You're a very big helper. You You're in the health field. I mean, you have been a holistic health practitioner. You've seen the the problems that, you know, the electromagnetics and other forms of energy have caused for people. And I really would like them to be able to call you and at least look on your site and get some research. You know, people are living in um, apartment buildings. How, how much can they do to protect themselves from having lots of ELFs right around them in a concentrated uh-huh. area? Okay, well, first we want them to clean up what they're creating. Sometimes that's the highest strength of signal because it's so close. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's ways we can shield the walls um, from RF coming through and electric fields coming through. There's different options and ways to do that. In a close proximity to other people, that's the, probably the two uh, highest problems. They, hopefully they have uh, motors if you if you know the layout of what's next door and you knew there was a refrigerator by chance on the wall opposite the side of where you might of a bedroom or where you might be putting a baby crib or something, 
you want to keep the sleeping area away from a refrigerator that has a motor that's going to cycle on and off, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the day. And motors, um, although it drops off real quick with distance, just a few feet away, uh, with somebody sleeping, a little baby, or just a person with their headboard up to the next to the wall, and on the other side of the wall, there's the back of the refrigerator, you can get some real high magnetic field from something like that, and that's not, not healthy. So uh, that's what I would use that meter for with a friend of mine that has daughters now that are, I think, about 23 or 24 years old, somewhere in that range back in, you know, years ago. So before I knew of the training, I knew that much and how to how to help people. Some of the symptoms we probably ought to go over is um, I had foggy-headedness at my office, at my former location in my office where I'd been doing my health practitioner practice for years. And I, one of my colleagues had skin problems, and come to find out she had Wi-Fi in her room that was set up when the, when the, when the tech came in to set up her card reader so she could take credit cards. She said, let's get that hardwired, turn off, like I said earlier, the computer end of the signal, and turn off the router end of the signal. Uh, her skin cleared up. She had been going to the dermatologist. Nobody knew what was the cause of it. She didn't have to use that expensive uh, uh, soap anymore, and, her, and she was able to do massage therapy regularly after that. And my foggy headedness went away. So that's what is. I had a I had a gentleman that lived in Orange County at the time that I saw speak at a health food store that I've since uh, done a couple presentations at more a lot more recently. And he came in and said, "Don't tell me where it is. I'll tell you. Where, I'll tell you where it is." <laughs> so that was impressive. I thought, think of the people that are going home and putting gasoline on the fire without even knowing it. So I thought, you know, i got to learn this and I can reach a lot of people and help. Some of the other problems can be digestive. Some people get ringing in the ears, uh, sleep problems. Uh, it's one of the, the three areas we like to check in somebody's home is that where they sit, stand, or sleep. So where they're, that's where they're spending the most time. And your sleeping is so important. That's regeneration time. That's eight, eight, eight hours a day. That's a third of our life. And that's when you, your brain is relaxing and your cells need to be relaxing. So that's a very key area that we hone in on to uh, make sure that's real clean, no magnetic fields, lower the electric fields, which are real common there, not only from the wiring in most walls, but the wiring to lamps and such nearby. And if I can give another free tip for any of the listeners that are interested here, if you have an alarm clock that plugs into the wall that's powered by a uh, you know, an AC wall jack, keep that at, at least three to four feet at minimum away from the, anybody's body that are sleeping nearby. It's best to go to a battery-powered one because uh, as opposed to some of the chargers and such that have the transformer that plugs right into the wall, that little brick, you know, a little block thing that has the plugs on it, plugs into the wall, those kind of uh, clocks have the transformer that transforms the AC electricity inside the clock, and that's a that can be a high source of magnetic field too. And those mm-hmm. are usually with our within arm's length distance, just a couple feet away, uh, you know, all throughout the night, every night, and that can uh, cause some problems. So that's magnetic field. The wire carrying the electricity to it usually is not shielded or grounded, and that can. Uh, just like if somebody has Romex in the walls, which is very, very common. Uh, Romex is a type of wiring in the walls. It's plastic jacketed, very easy and quick to build with. So that's been used since the 50s or maybe late 40s. Um, that also can give off electric fields. But we have a way of shielding those 
And if there's floor lamps nearby, we recommend if people really like them to um, either get them rewired with shielded grounded cords or get a little tap switch that's, that plugs into the wall. It's kind of like that little transformer size uh, you know, thing I was talking about a minute ago. But it has a toggle switch on the top. And then on the back side, it has the prongs to go in the wall. And on the front, it has a, an outlet just like what you plugged into. So you can plug your cord in that and you can toggle it and turn off the power going up that cord. Now, if that's not easy to get to, you can buy remote controls. It'll send out a real quick little signal to um, a, a tap switch type of device, but it's remote controlled. And I did that for a gal, a reflexologist gal that contacted me saying, I'm moving down to the area. Come to find out they had acid reflux that would bother them in the morning. So they had a medical bed that they would uh, power, you know, use the, the power was on it all night. The motor was right underneath her. And then she would raise up the back so she could be in an incline and the, the acid reflux wasn't bothering her. I referred her to a real good nutritionist that will help her on that. What I got her was a remote control so she could depower it because that electric wire going to the motor was unshielded and ungrounded and it was running right next to the metal frame of that whole bed. And it, mm. it, the metal... The electric field will couple with that metal frame and be in a real high field and electric, real high electric field. And electric fields are known for affecting the melatonin production, and people sleep so much better when they can lower their electric fields. So there's some some tips if anybody knows anyone using a metal uh, a metal frame bed with any wiring nearby or electric, you know, adjustable bed. And maybe even I haven't measured one yet, but I would imagine. The power is always on to uh, like the sleep number beds. So just a simple $10 remote control you can get them at Home Depot and just depower it at night. You know, once you got your settings set, I don't know a lot about those beds, but I would think that might be uh, okay to use it with that as long as there's no needing to adjust in the middle of the night. Usually you get in bed and like I maybe I'll adjust it. I would think, but usually once we get them dialed in, there's not much need for adjustment on those. There's always these little, little lots of little details, but I talked to that gal with that bed, the gal that had acid reflux a couple of days later, she's, later she said she was sleeping better already. So that's, oh, that's so the amazing. nice rewarding part is mm-hmm. how, you know, how it can help people. And she had chronic fatigue syndrome and such, so it's like, oh, you're going to get better now. Just keep doing this. You get good sleep can make all the difference in the world. Oh, it's everything, especially when, yeah. Yeah, exactly, it's not only interrupted, it's, it's it's another form of stress. It's all the invisible yeah. world. It makes me wonder as a homeopath that maybe a lot of our problems could be taken care of by just cleaning up our environment from this uh, you know electromagnetic mm-hmm. smog we have. And if we do mm-hmm. it just get it, it yeah. and there's more and more coming all the time. I mean people can't go to sleep without their iPads in their lap or under their pillow and and, mm-hmm. and no one realizes how detrimental that is to your well being. And your sleep, yes. and the TV's got to yes. be on, and it's oh, a, a yes. lot of energy going back and forth and through the body, and demanding that Perfect. body to 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 respond. Saturdays ago, I was in a meeting with uh, some colleagues, and some new people came in, and one one of the guys there, his partner, uh, she's a uh, a veterinarian down in San Diego area, and they and they had had a consultation done and, and saw such a big difference. She's telling all her clients now, it's really best if you get your EMF environment cleaned up at home before you even bring your pet in so your pet has the best chance when it's, you know, going, you know, through, you know, whatever. So um, if people are at all interested and they want to um, 
contact me, they're welcome to reach me at John, J-O-H-N, at emfsafetysolutions.com. Yeah. Well, thank you so very much. I think we're going to have to have another conversation with the 5G coming up so people understand what that is. Thank you, and many blessings, and keep up the good work, and we'll talk again. All right. Thank okay. you, Carolyn. Appreciate it. You're, thank you. you're welcome. Bye-bye, John. Bye.